What's up, beautiful people? Thanks for tuning in. I'm Sharita, and this is Spaz. Yo, what's going on, my beautiful, beautiful people? It's been a minute. I can't wait to come on here and find some time to talk to you guys. Shit has been hectic. Let's just go ahead and get into it. Let's go. What's going on, you guys? How is everything going? How is life moving along for you guys? Happy Election Day. By the time you guys hear this, it will be Election Day. I'm planning on dropping this November 3rd. Um, and so just to, you know, set up the mood. So you guys, I have been, I've been crazy busy. Um, and it's probably not, you know, for me, I just got, I like to take my time and I move at a, at a slower pace when it comes down to like personal things for myself. And so, you know, I just been, it's, it's been, I've been out the loop. I can't tell you guys how many things I've recorded and did not drop. And I'm so sorry for that. I just... Y'all, it's it's really let me let me go ahead and kick it off like this and keep it a, a buck with y'all. When you guys know that I do spaz by myself solo, I don't have a co-host. Um, it's not always the easiest getting guests, especially because on my particular podcast, I do not prep. There is no prep. Um, I don't like prep. I like things to be freely off the dome. I think that's what makes things um, better. And for me, I receive it more. Like if I'm if I'm hearing something and it's not edited, that's why I really fuck with the, you know, shout out to Joe Budden's podcast and Drink Chaps. Those are in my top five podcasts that I like. Um, actually top ten, because there's a couple that I like too. But anywho, um, it's never prepped. And I like that. It's very authentic. I mean, Joe Budden, they normally sit down with an agenda. Um, you know, Nori normally sits down when he has facts about a person. And I'm not there yet because I don't interview. Let me get a sip of this mimosa. Hold on. Mm. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not there yet. I would love to get there, but I'm not there yet. But however, when you got to sit down and figure out things to, I could talk about so many things, you know what I'm saying? If you know me in real life, we can have conversations for hours. Um, I like to talk. I'm a talker. I'm okay with listening. Um, it's just, it hits different when you sitting behind a mic and you're trying to get everybody to relate to you to relate to the content that you're putting out. There's times where I might just put out some content for myself, I'm not going to lie, and it, and it is what it is. However, um, you know, that might not always be received well. Not that I care if it's received well or not. However, I do need to work on being received. If I want to grow spaz, I need to make sure that this is receiving um, across multiple platforms, across uh, multiple different people and stuff like that. So I got to put a little bit more thought into certain things. So it's not always as easy sitting back and just coming up with some creative content. For me, um, I overthink a lot of things and I seem to just work well when I just do me. Um, and I think a lot of people need to start doing that. You just got to just do you. You feel me? People are either going to follow or they're not going to follow. They're going to respect it or they're not going to respect it. They're going to like it or they're not going to like it. And I don't have a gun to nobody's head. I don't care what, what you like and what you don't like. I just know that this is what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? And so... I have to sometimes sit down and check myself on that. Like, you know what? I'm just going to put it out. And those who are going to be rocking with it, they're going to rock with it. And the ones who don't want to rock with it, you know, hey, they got the choice to not listen. You know what I mean? I do need y'all ears, though. But if you don't listen, you don't listen. It is what it is. Ain't no harm. Ain't no foul. Ain't none of that. You know, we're all entitled to do and listen and, 
you know, obtain whatever it is that we personally please. So shout out you guys again. Today is election day. I do hope that you guys um, have voted, either have voted by mail or you guys are getting out there today to vote. It's morning time. And so if you guys can get out there before the um, madness is supposed to be coming, I'm hearing that they're, you know, San Francisco is completely boarded up because they're just prepared. Um, some, that kind of makes me feel a certain way. Like, you know, don't prepare for the worst, you know, because the thing is, we all, we all understand, um, you know, speaking things to existence and acting, um, um, you know, bringing things into existence based off our acts. And I just don't want to receive that because I feel like if you guys are preparing for what's worse to come, then damn it, the worst is going to come. You know what I'm saying? So I'd rather just be rejoiceful, be very positive, and just hope that there's going to be a change soon. I'm going to keep it short when it comes to voting. And so I actually hosted a ballot party, you guys. Um, my first ever ballot party. I will for sure do it again if people felt like it was helpful. It was just, honestly, it was more of a, I called it a ballot party. And what I did was I got a couple of my girls together. I, I posted it on my Instagram. Whoever was going to be able to come were going to come. And that was that. So it wasn't just a girls party. Some of my boys were saying they were going to come through too. But some had obligations. So they, they weren't able to make it, which is fine as well. But it was it was really like a fellowship where I just wanted, um, you know, us grown adults to get together and speak on propositions or whatever questions that we might have and kind of pick each other's brains. None of us are politicians. I understand that. Um, and I made it very clear in my mass text that I sent out, like, I don't want any judgment on what you guys are voting for. Everybody's entitled to vote however that they please. Um, I just went in it, you know, automatically feeling and just knowing like, okay, I'm pretty sure we all for Biden Harris. And if not, Hey, it it is you know to each his own you know there is no there is no judgment i don't live in a judgment zone house though and i hosted it here in my little apartment and it went very very well um i believe it was about 8 of us together um and i was very proud of it and and it wasn't nothing that we couldn't do on our own that wasn't really the fact of the matter it was just the support system two of my friends that attended never voted before and so i thought that was beautiful for that you know, the fact that they never voted and they were interested and actually um, intrigued. And, you know, we read along. It was kind of like a school, like class. Like we sat there and we read out loud. Um, sometimes you understand things when it is read out loud. I read a lot of things out loud and maybe you're at the polls and you don't want to read out loud. I remember back in the days, um, I've only voted three times. I'm only, I'm about to be 32. So if you do the math, we've only... You know, I think my first, actually my first president that I ever was able to vote for was Barack. Yeah, and I voted for Barack both times. I mean, of course. And then um, this this other one, um, I forgot who was running against Trump. I, I believe it was Biden who was running against um, Trump last, you know, the last four years ago. And that's who, I can't even believe Trump lasted four years. I can't believe America allowed that. That is so ignorant, and I don't know what that means for the future to come. But anywho, this is my third time voting. Um, no, fourth time, I believe, voting, um, you know, since I've been of age to vote. But just the fact of the matter that people are actually, you know, trying to get involved and people are actually trying to. I feel like my generation, you know, I am a millennial, and I believe our generation is really trying to get an understanding. Because what happens is we understand that voting is serious. We get that. 
We get that it's our right to vote. Being a minority is a bigger right to vote. Being a black um, African-American woman is a bigger right to vote because, hey, black people couldn't vote. Woman couldn't vote. So put that together. <laughs> Pow. Big deal. Whatever. And I was always raised to know it was a big, it was a big deal to vote. Who is really, what I can give the credit, give credit where credit is due. My grandmother always used to tell me and my sister, like, y'all need to get down there and vote. And if y'all don't, you know what I mean? And she made it a very big deal. She made it a very big deal. I believe my first election is I was 18 or was I 19? One of the two when Obama first ran. And she made it a big deal. Not only was he the first black African-American president running, um, you know, just voting overall. And so I never took voting lightly. You know what I mean? Um... And, but one thing I can say and I can admit to is when it came down to the props, I never educated myself on them. I never did further research. I never sat back. And we all get the little things in the mail, um, you know, where they, they send you the props or you see people outside of your local stores kind of panhandling. I shouldn't really say panhandling, but out there, you know, with their little clipboards trying to, you know, get you to sign up. Um, for propositions or, you know, educate you on certain propositions. And I, I, however, I'm not really big, especially right now during COVID, I'm not big on sitting back and talking about a prompt, but the, the letters that were coming to my house, like the flyers, I actually found myself reading them more, like actually keeping them and educating myself, reading them. I've Googled a couple of people, especially here where I live in my city, where I stay at. I definitely was like concerned because um, I don't have enough money to save up in, in, in a short term to be able to move. So I'm going to be here. So whatever happens is going to affect me. And then just in the state of California, certain things that I want to know. So voting is not only for red and blue, you know what I'm saying? Which is, I mean, if you really, we can really get deep into that because there's such a big reason on why things are red and blue, Crips and Bloods and da, 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 da. It's, it's a lot. If you want to really strip it bare, I'm sure there's so much behind it. However, I'm not really into stripping things bare if it doesn't pertain to me and I just simply don't care about it. I'm not going to think that deep into it. I'm going to vote because I I believe it's the right thing to do. And I believe it's the least that I can do. Um, it's not too much that you can do when you are, a, you know, a regular citizen. I don't have Beyonce money. I don't have um, Trump's crazy ass mentality. You know what I'm saying? So it's just... And just what can I do? We're always we're always walking around trying to figure out what the hell is it that we can do. Well, that's one small thing that you can just do simply as an American. And yeah, I understand that our country is all fucked up, very backwards, um, very divided. That ain't nothing new. Um, it's actually really disappointing when you sit back and see people act like as if it is new when we all know that no, it's not new. But you know, that's the way. It's just, that's just the way it is. And. I personally believe in change. You know what's funny? Mm. You know what's funny is a lot of people will sit back and say how they believe in change and they believe in, you know, speaking things into existence, manifestation, things of this nature, right? But you won't, they're so negative when it comes down to voting. I'm personally working on being negative towards anything in my life on a personal level. And that shit's going beautifully. And I do mean beautifully. Um, but they they have such a negative segma when it comes down to voting. And I just don't see what the big deal is. Go in there and vote. Whether, honestly, for me, how I look at it and what I used to tell the young, like younger people is what it comes down to is whether there's going to be a change for us or not, doesn't it matter that you tried, Right. 
So you can sit down and talk about trying it on everything else, but you can't take a simple step and try and just go down there and fill out a piece of paper. Yeah, I'm a little confused. This year, if you registered, they mailed it to your house. You didn't have to go anywhere. You were able to drop it off. And so for me, there's just no excuse. It just doesn't make any sense, and it's never going to make sense to me. As far as I'm concerned, I voted. The ballot party went well. We all went over the props. We all agreed on it. We have. Um, we all pulled. Um, everybody pulled up different. Um, everybody pulled up different um, articles that can help us gain more understanding. Nobody was ashamed to speak up. Like, hey, I don't really understand that. I don't get that. And so, you know, let's go into more details. Then we had, you know, another, you know, one one of the homies pulling up another ballot. Like, okay, well, let's go a little deeper on this. And it was just a great support system. And I loved it. I loved it. The energy was A1. The food was cool. We had plenty. It was just a great experience. Um, a very, very good experience. A very grown, great experience. I was here for it. So that settles that. So again, happy election day. You guys get out there and vote. Um, if you guys don't happen to hear this on election day and you guys hear it after election day or, or whatever the case may be, I hope that you guys did um, your, you know, your due diligence and you went and you voted. I hope so. Um, if not, hey, to each his own. No judgment. It is what it is. Um, just make it make sense. Okay? Don't go throughout the year complaining or anything like that. Make that shit make sense. It's as simple as that. And that's not used to go against me or mine. I don't want that to be misconstrued or anything like that. That goes to everybody. Make it make sense. So back to me, to Shreda, to my life. What's happening? What's going on? What's popping? Um, I have been mentally drained, you guys, because I started a whole new job. I have finally left my job, my previous job that you guys know that I just was not feeling. Um, hate is a strong word. However, I fucking hated that place. I didn't hate my job per se. I just did not like, I hated the environment and I could definitely use that strong word against it. It, it. I hated going into a building where everybody talked about each other. Everybody was worried about each other. Um, everybody, I really, I'm trying to get away from saying fake, but I don't know. You got to call things what it was. Everybody was fake. Just a negative or a negative energy. It's a problem when you could be like turned. I used to be turned to my car, you guys coming into work, like, Whatever mood it was, I was playing. Y'all know I'm dramatic. And so whether I was slapping Mary J, whether I was slapping Guap, whatever I was slapping Bay, it don't matter. I was coming up in there, turn, and as soon as I would walk to the door, like our entrance door, I would just be depressed. Like I just, I'm talking about literally, like I've never seen nothing like it. Like I had to like really catch that in myself. Like, wow. Like the in my energy was just change. I would open up the door and I would just come in, straight face, didn't speak. Um, and as you, I just said, I'm a big talker. I would not talk. I mean, a lot of the people in there, because I'm naturally who I am, I would speak like to ones where I felt were decent, I would speak, but I, I didn't give no more, I didn't give no less. It just kind of was what it was. It was just a job at that point. However, I just was not happy. I was not happy in that environment. I wasn't happy doing that type of work. Um, I was a collector, and so I was constantly hounding people to pay a bill that I know they didn't have the money on. You know what I'm saying? I started in student loans and I have student loans. And so I understand what it feels like to try to make sure that that doesn't mess up your credit, what it feels like to try to put it in forbearance or not, not to get garnished. I have not got that far because I've never, I have not, I'm not going to say never. I have not been in a default on my loans. You know what I mean? However, like seeing that and having having partners that, that are going through that or that have went through that, it just used to conflict with me. It conflicted a lot with my personal beliefs. Um, 
you know, tax options, um, being addicted to the bonuses because I my, my money, my bread and butter was really where the bonus structure was and they would change that left and right. And I feel like that particular company, they used to just play with us when it came to that. Let me turn my fan on. It's getting a little hot. Maybe it's the champagne. But um, I feel like that particular company, they had they, they knew that they had that over us and a lot of times they used that to their advantage. And because you're in a professional work environment, you don't feel right like speaking at a certain tone or a level with them, you know, because this is your job. You have bills to pay, whether it's your mortgage, your rent, a car note, whatever. Um, and I knew I was over it when I got to the point where I did not have that. Um, I didn't have that discrepancy. I was going into my manager's office like this is what it is. And I was coming in there exactly as Sharita. Y'all, you fire me, you're not. I don't even care. This is how I feel. This is what it is. I didn't come in there like on some, oh, you know, like I just have some concerns. I was coming up in that bitch like, yo, let's check this out. What's popping? I'm not really with them on the floor talking this shit. I was, I'm talking about, that's how I spoke. Like I'm not, anybody that's, whoever listens to me who was a previous coworker of mine, you already know what's up. That's, that's what it is. That's what it was. And I knew that I needed to check myself and remove myself before I got myself in some real trouble. You know what I'm saying? Because it was really an issue there because it was such a negative hostile environment and that was nothing that I feel like they were willing to change there's a lot of old heads there and they just weren't willing to make the change so I realized um when this pandemic hit there were so many things that I sat down and I reflected on I wasn't so concerned about what I was missing um I'm still not concerned I wasn't concerned or still not concerned about where I'm going where I'm traveling who this now I didn't care about any of that I cared about What can I do to never um, put myself in a hole again? What can I do to not ever um, sit back and be dependent on this company? And yes, I did go to another job. I'm not working for myself. That is the goal um, because I still have bills that's coming in. And so, but the fact of the matter is I at least want to go somewhere where I feel like I'm treated. Well, uh, enough respect. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to respect me on the level that I feel that I should be respected until I work for myself personally. Um, But I want to go to where you know, they, they treat their employees with respect. And so I definitely took a pay cut and that's when I realized, and if you know me well, money has always been a worry for me. Finances have always been a worry for me because I don't come um, from a family. And when I say family, I'm just speak on, you know, me, my mom, my sister, my father, uh, my dad could be a stretch sometimes. Cause we, it's a different mentality, but just based off of how I was raised, how my mama raise us or my grandma installed in us and my background and stuff like that um I don't come from a plan b I don't have a mom who has like savings where she can like spot me for like a month or two if I need that um I don't have you know my sister is you know she's a single mom you know she has a, they have an active father at the same time you know but her and dad aren't together so she you know they do their things separately and whatnot and you know, when she has kids, she has to worry about her and her children and things like that. I don't have a plan B. And if I have a plan B, you know, D or C, I have to create that by myself. And so that used to give me a lot of anxiety. Um, and I'm not going to say that it's completely went away. I still have my moments and whatnot. However, I do check them. Whenever I find myself getting like worked up, I check it. And I don't think that that's, that's never really been understood or received by somebody who can't understand it you know what I mean who you do have um a mom that you can call that's gonna have your back that's gonna you know do whatever they need to do for you send you some money fly you whatever the case may be I I don't have that luxury 
And trust me when I say that's a luxury. Don't let that, don't take that for granted. Because everybody does not have that on some real. People, we don't have that. And whether you seem like you got it together or not, it's really it's really difficult being able to sit back and hold hold your own, save money, plus pay high-ass rent, bills, and so forth. Like, So it was just a stressor for me. But awkwardly, not awkwardly, I believe it was it was divine timing. Um, I wasn't worried about it. And that's even before like they came out with the extra um, $600 a month on the stimulus, which everybody was worried about. Everybody's worried about how everybody's going to spend their money. Why are y'all, side, side note, why are people so, 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 so like involved or gun-ho about what the next person is doing? I can truly say that I don't give a damn about what the next person is doing, what they're spending, what they're eating. That really does not matter to me. And I'm not just saying that. You know, I know people who say that and turn around and really are concerned about what the next person is doing. I really don't care what the next person is doing because I'm so focused on what I need to do. Because like I said, I don't have a plan B, C, D, Z. I don't have that. So I'm constantly focused on what I need to do to make sure I'm secure. My life is secure. My, my household is secure and so forth. How much money can I save out of this? If I flip this money, what can, what can I do to flip it, you know, times two plus put this in the bank plus pay this credit card off. Like I'm, I'm doing other things here. I ain't worried about that. And so, you know, I think that exposed a lot. People really sitting around like gun home and worried about where everybody else is doing. That was kind of weird, but whatever. But that was before that plan came through and, not once was I worried financially. The minute that they started announcing that Kobe was going to be serious and they were shutting things down, for me, I took it serious and I heard the whole Bay got shut down. Um, for me, it's just some kind of a weird, awkward connection there to where I just based myself, my life off the Bay. Maybe because it's home, it's original home. And so I'm just like, okay, if they tripping, I'm, hey, let me fall back. Because the valley where I live in the valley, it's a little slower. And so whatever's moving out there ain't going to hit us right away. But if I'm connected to that over there, I'm going to move accordingly, right? And so I remember the day looking at my um, my hours, like, okay, I got at least like a week worth of pay. I'm going to, I'm going home. Looked at my manager like, hey, I'm going home. And when I made that decision, okay, I'm going home, I did not plan on stepping back foot in that building. Like, I just did not. I knew it right, like, I knew it right then and there. Like, I ain't coming back. I ain't never coming back. I don't know what's about to happen. But I ain't coming back. I'm already fucking tired of y'all asses. That's That was my mentality. I'm fucking tired of you guys. Now we got this going on. Um, I believe this is God. Let me sit down and figure this out. Let me really speak um, to my my savior and see what's, what needs to be done. And that's how I went about it. Plain and simple. That's how I went about it. Um, it was a blessing that eventually they end up letting us, my old job, they end up letting us work from home. So I was grateful for that. Like, okay, Lord, like, I can take that. I can sit here at home and do my job until I figure out what's coming next. And that's what I did until things went left and that was that. And, you know, and I still didn't panic. I still didn't panic. As a matter of fact, it's so funny how things work. I told myself, hey, I'm going to sit back and not going to start. So I'm going to put my applications in here and there. I'm going to figure out some stuff. And by August, I'll have a job. By August, I was offered a job, literally. And I didn't. By August, I had a job. Um, I wanted to be able to, I just, you guys know, I just got a new puppy, Jules. She's getting fixed today. Well, yeah, she's getting fixed tomorrow, which is going to be election day. But um, I knew like, oh, wow, like I have a puppy. I want to stay home with her. I want to train her. Then I want to be able to go about my, you know, about my way. 
I want to stay home. Like, Lord, if I can stay home for as long as I can, I prefer to because I'm not really feeling people right now. I'm just not. I don't want to be in that environment right now. I don't think I'm healthy enough to be around a bunch of people. And I don't mean that. Don't take that for granted. It's just that I'm I'm at a point where if people are coming at me and some shit I don't care about in this professional environment, I don't want to tap into being professional right now. I'm just not in that stage. You know what I mean? That That's just what it was. I'm not in that stage where I can turn things off and on, especially if turning things off and on for me personally and for a lot of people that are like me, that's not always understood because everybody don't got to turn things off and on. Everybody does not always have to watch their tone, their choice of words, their face expressions, how they move, how they dress, how they have their hair. Everybody doesn't understand that. You know what I mean? And I got up, I got to a point before the race riots hit to where I was tired of, of doing it. You know, you answer the phone. We were always, I mean, for me, I was always tied to answering the phone. You're, hi, this is Shreddy Clark. Da, da, da. That's not how I talk. That ain't how I fucking talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can be professional with my voice. You know what I mean? I'm tired of sounding like a little white girl. I just had, I just had those kind of moments where that went out the door. Like, I ain't really doing that no more. That's kind of, that's whack. I'm not, I'm not in, I'm not into changing who I am to get this check because who I am is perfect. And if I truly believe that who I am is perfect, why when I come in here in this establishment, your establishment, do I feel like I need to alter that? Yeah, that's a little backwards. That don't really add up. And that's, that's just, that's where I was. And so during this pandemic, I had, you know, time to really sit down, meditate, go into prayer. And that was one of the things I would speak on. Like, Lord, I just, I'm tired of doing that, Father. I'm tired. I don't want to do that. I will work until I figure out what the calling is and put this into place. But I need, you know, Father, I'm by myself. I don't have a plan B. I don't have a family that I can depend on. I got to make it happen. Please help me. And it just, like clockwork, it happened. Like I said, by August, I had a job um, and I was able to stay, you know, working from home. And so I'm extremely blessed, extremely grateful. Um, Like I said, it was a pay cut, but it was worth it. All money ain't good money. Leads me to another thing. So I started a little business. You know what I mean? I was trying to do little things here and there, a little hustle on the side. And there's not just one hustle. I have a couple and I'm still working on different plans. However, I started realizing that that little hustle I came up with started stressing me out. People started not wanting to pay for what things were. People wanted a discount over here. People were asking for things that just could not be done. And they did not understand that that could not be accomplished because you're not the one doing it. And it started making me feel a certain type of a way. I'm starting to feel, I'm starting to get irritated with people. And so for me, I just tapped out. And it was so funny because one of my cousins was like, well, I don't know. I'm going to do whatever the money is. I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, whatever the money is, I'm going to go. And I had to, and at that point I realized, like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about the money. Like, I just don't know. I care about my happiness. I care about my sanity. I care about my health, Sharita. I care about me. All money ain't good money. And I finally have understood that because if you would have caught me a while ago, I would have did whatever it took to get them because I would have panicked. Money made me panic, you know, because it was never, it it never seems like there's enough money. You see what I'm saying? And if you don't come for money or you don't have things that are of value to hold you over, whatever the case may be, you, you know, you find yourself panicking. That panic went out the window. And I can truly say that once that panic went out the window and I gained faith in a different level, I have been okay. Like, I have been more than okay. I did not panic. Um, another thing, everybody was like, are you okay? Like, you're, you're, you're going through this by yourself. You're not in a relationship. Because, mind you, I ended my relationship right when the pandemic hit. Like, literally, right when we were getting sent home. I probably gave it, like, another week. And I looked at my ex and was like, yeah, this ain't going to work. 
You know what I mean? I don't really want to be cooped up in your house. I don't really want to be cooped up with you over here. I'm barely learning you still. And that was not understood. You know what I mean? It wasn't received and understood from from his point of view. And I respected it. It wasn't that wasn't a problem for me. I understood that. And for me, all that mattered was that I understood that and I received it and I got it and I made sure that I went about it in love. I didn't go about it in a in a harmful um, hostile position. I just went at it like, this is what it is. I'm not even mad at you if you don't get it. Like, this is just where I'm at. So this is what it's got to be. And that's what it was. You know what I mean? And so forth. And I've been, I've been cool. I haven't been lonely, of course, because I have my puppy. But at the same time, I'm not a lonely person. If I want to go um, share company with somebody, I'm going to share it. If I don't, I don't. Um, I'm not really pressed on who checked on me, who came around, none of that. Like, that just wasn't my focus, you guys. Like, it just was not my focus. I have literally just been really, really focused on light, being a light and attracting light. And that that that's a lot right there. That's very powerful. If you understand what I just said, I'm going to say it again. I have been focused on being a light and attracting the light. I, and for me, I would like to track. I would like to attract the same energy. So I'm really trying to be focused on what I'm putting out. Really, really being conscious of what I'm putting out to people because that's what I want to receive in, ter- in return. Um, there's so many aspects and things that that make you who you are. You know what I mean? We all got some some bad things in us. We got some good things uh, in us. We have flawless things. We have not so flawless things. It just we're human, and it is what it is. For me, I embrace everything about me. I, I embrace the flaws. I embrace the embarrassing things um, that I'm not always willing to say out loud. I embrace the, the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful. I embrace all of me. Okay? And I want to attract. And I noticed one thing about, uh, one thing about me with age and just going through life and whatnot. I'm attracted to that. I'm very much so attracted to somebody who is gravitating towards that as well. Um, I just am. And that's what I want. So I'm not worried about dating if I'm not going to get exactly what I want out of you when I'm really focused on what I can bring to the table. And I don't mean bring to the table like, what can I offer you? Like money-wise, stuff like that. No, can I, can I, can I bring you know, inspiration can I bring a certain level of encouragement? Can I bring a certain level of um, um, influence? You know, inspiration, influence, same thing. Warmth. Things of that nature. Can I bring that? Was I bringing that in my last relationships? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta, you got to really sit down and fuck with yourself. And a lot of people sit back and you say that. And, you, you know, you say that. But I know how hard it is to not... I mean, how easy it is to not fuck with yourself. So I know where that misunderstanding can go. But you got to slow down and really take that in. Like, really, really take that in and digest it because, you know, everybody's not there yet. And that's okay if you're not there. Just just work on getting there. You don't owe nobody nothing. You don't owe nobody nothing. You owe yourself the world, though. You know, that's just plain and simple. You owe yourself everything. Plain and simple. But, you know, life is always going to be whatever it is that you make it. But for me... I have been so happy. I remember telling somebody, and they're like, how you doing? How's it going? And I was like, shit, I'm cool. I'm chilling. I'm hella happy. Like, I'm so happy. And they were like, literally, you guys? Literally. They were like, why are you so happy? And I, 
And it ain't the fact that it was just a question. And I mean, some of y'all might have heard that and be like, damn. You know what I mean? Because I felt that same way. Like, damn. I mean, it was a tone. It was a way it was said. And I was just like, whoa. Like, yo. Like, I can't. And I'm laughing at it. And when it, once it, like, hit me, I, I laughed. And I was like, yo, I can't be happy. Like, are you are you not happy? And honestly, long story short, that person wasn't happy. And I, and I limit that, too. I limit that. If you're not at a happy stage in your life, I'm not mad at that because it takes a minute for everybody to get there. I understand that. You just got to you just have to really understand that you need to get there and that you need to also receive and understand that you're not you are not healthy. You need to figure out what it is that makes you healthy, whether that's going to talk to somebody or that is um, reevaluating some things that's going on in your current situation or in your life or whatever case may be, then, you know, go from there. But you have to realize that. And so for me, um, I literally, I don't have the, um, you know, the full amount of patience with people, um, you know, on figuring out why they're not happy. I just don't. I got love in me and all over me and whatnot. Oh, shout out Monica. But I'm not, that ain't where I'm at. I'm not really focused on, and I think because it took me so long to get here, I'm not willing to compromise that. Like, I'm really not. It, it, growth, happiness, everything, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of self-work. And a lot of people put in, a lot of people have a misconception on that. And people put in work, a lot of work for other people. That's just like, okay, females. Females will forgive and put in work to build a relationship with a guy or their partner, whatever the case may be, but will not put in that same amount of work for somebody that they've known half their lives, family, um, best friend relationships, they'll cut them off in a second. But you'll put in work to what's already failing, to what, what's not meant for you. That's that's crazy to me. Guys are the same way. You know, man will put in, they put in a lot of attention and a lot of work into their boys, but you're not really feeding home. You're not feeding into your girl. You're not putting blood into this vessel. You know what I mean? What is, what is this? You know what I mean? What's happening? But that's that's what it is. That's a fact. And you got to be aware of that. Um, you're not alone. You can't sit back and think that all hands are pointing to you. You ain't the only one that's out here doing that. You just got to own it that you're doing it. That's it. That's all. You just got to own it. You just got to own it and do better. That's that's all. That's all anybody can ever ask of you is do better. Do the right thing and do better and at least work towards being better. You know what I mean? That's it. That's all. Not No biggie. No big stretch. None of that. So... That settles that, you know, just the life lessons that we go through with age and learning and it's wild. And every day you learn something new. So you've always got to be prepared to learn something. Um, You know, I was talking to um, me and my sister. We're having a um, we had we had a a moment of having an out and and I was in the process and I, I still don't I still don't think that she's fully grasped it that, you know, where I stand with this, however, it doesn't matter to me whether she grasped it or not because it's where I stand. You know what I mean? And it was a it was a fact of the matter of like how I the relationship I have with my nephews, how I speak to children. And if y'all know me, y'all know me. I have a very very assertive way about myself, and I have a very a very very aggressive. I can have a very very aggressive tone, um, and a very very foul hood ass mouth. Like, I'm not lying when I say I talk like a real-ass nigga. Like, I do, and I am who I am. I'm a product of my environment, and I don't have a problem with the environment that I grew up in. I just don't, because I know that I know how to turn things off and on. But if I'm going to be just in my comfortable space, and I'm going to be my everyday Sharita, this is who I am. And when it comes down to being accepted, when it comes down to my family, 
y'all my blood. I feel like you should just automatically accept me. But that could be a hard thing to do. And I understand that, especially when you have children. And it's always it's always brought back to me like, well, you don't have kids. You don't get it. And I, yeah, I, 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 I kind of understand. Not necessarily fully because when I have children, I like to believe. And, and hear me clear when I'm speaking. I like to believe that. I'm going to just have to tell my kids, like, yo, that's just how such and such is, baby. As long as they're not physically hurting, abusing my child, we good to go. Um, and verbally, too. And maybe you think that's a verbal assault or abuse. However, you you know what's up. You know when somebody really is trying to verbally hurt your child or love on them, and that's just how they am. They are. Like, they're a custard. It is what it is. You know, but I wasn't compromising that no more. And I looked my sister dead in the face and I was like, yeah, I ain't really compromising that. And if we got to agree to disagree, that's what's going to have to be. I ain't, there ain't no turning back. This is where I stand. You know what I'm saying? This is where I stand. No ifs, cares, what's about it. This is how I view it. And I'm, I've always been the kind of person to where I've never been. And this just is overall. I have never had a problem with how somebody else views things. Never. Can nobody ever say that? Like, Ever. Um, even past relationships, friendships, relationships, it don't matter. I've never cared. You are all, I understand that everybody's entitled to exactly how they feel. And the reason why I understand that wholeheartedly is because I know that I'm entitled to how I feel. And because I know that that means a lot to me to be held to what I feel and to be respected. To, no, wait, let me reword that. To have however I feel be respected matters to me. And I'm talking about it really, really matters to me because respect for me is everything. And it always has been every, everything. I can't even function if I'm not getting a certain amount of level of respect. And that's real. I can't. And I think it's because I make sure that I give that out because I believe in treating people how you want to be treated. So I feel like if you're coming at me on some bitchy shit, then... I'm not mad at you for coming at me like I'm not mad at you for coming at me like that at all. I'm just really looking at you like I hope that you can handle that because I'm going to assume that that's how you want to be treated. And I think that's where the misconception comes into. Like, you know what I mean? Like people be handing out stuff that you ain't really ready for. So you really need to sit down and really understand what are you ready to do? What are you ready to do? Like, you know, you can't be as a man. Okay, you can't be assessed and possessive over your girl but you got a problem with her trying to see what's up with your phone. That's toxic either way. Y'all should not be in each other's phones no more, but that's your business. But that's, it don't work like that. You can't put that out and not be able to receive it. Like that's, that's not how life works. That's not the way the cookie crumbles. It's not. And I want a fair slice of the pie. I'm not really cutting into my slices no more, making sure you eating and then training my body to just survive on a bite. No, fuck No. Who does that? Why was I ever doing that? <laughs> that was so stupid. It was so stupid and so selfless. Because y'all know I believe in a healthy amount of, of a healthy dosage of selfishness. Y'all know I believe in that. I'm, <laughs> you can be selfish, especially if you're in a phase in your life um, to where you, you can't be selfish. And I'm, I'm in a phase to where I can't be selfish. Um, and to be a honey with you, even when I, be, when I have children one day. If that's in my, if that's God's will for me, um, I'm still going to have a moment of being selfish. I'm still going to go get my pedicure and I'm still going to go get me. I'm not going to be going to get food and hiding to eat my food. No, if I want to sit here at my table where I pay my bills and eat this meal in front of y'all and y'all, y'all fed, 
You fed, you good to go. Y'all got clothes in your back. This house is clean, food full of refrigerator. You better get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> and I mean that. And I'm the kind of person that I'm going to say that. You better get your ass out my face. Because I've already made sure that you were taken care of. And why are you so mad about me taking care of myself? That's the question. That's the question. And I can, I can take that same scenario and sweep it across the board. With so many different, so many different cases. Like why? The question is, y'all, people have got to understand of what's making you so mad that the next person is doing them and living for them and being them. Why is that making you upset and bothering you? And there's a reason for it. And I'm not going to say that your reason ain't valid. It's just a matter of maybe you need to say that out loud and you need to understand, does that make sense? Do you feel like that reason is really, really valid? Or is that something that you just have in your mind? Which one is it? You know what I'm saying? Either way, you're always entitled to feel how you feel. Can nobody ever, ever make you feel um, the, you know, that you shouldn't feel how you feel? Whether it's right or wrong, I don't know. That's something that, you know, that's for the, that's for the clouds right there. That's for the judgment. And I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to judge you, nor will I be at your left or right side when you're getting judged. That's between you and whatever higher power that it is that you believe that you're about to stand in front of. Whether you believe you're going to stand in front of somebody or not and be judged, hey, hey, it, hey, what, you know, to each his own. But I've always been a very open-minded person like that. I'm not a closed-minded person. And a lot of people like to believe that they're open-minded, but you're, they're really not. Like, you're really not open-minded because if you're open-minded... You would understand that. You would understand those simple, small little lessons. You know what I mean? And so right now, this ain't going to be a long pod, you guys. It's probably going to be like, damn, hell information. And then, boops, I'm gone because I got to go pick up my puppy. However, you know, it's just uh, some things to think about. I really want to come on here because it was election day. I wanted to make sure that I'm putting it out there and motivating. Um, it's going to be dropped before 8 o'clock. I believe polls, op- they're open until 6 or 8, something of the nature. I don't know. We all have Google we all have smartphones. Look it up. Do the right thing. Um, I really hope that everybody has been well. I hope that everybody has been has been radishing and growing in their peace of mind and in their, you know, spiritual journeys. And financially, I've figured things out. And if you're not, if you have not fi- um, financially figured things out, you just got to trust the process. You know, and I understand, and I, oh, I promise, I promise, I understand that that's easier said than done. Trust me, oh, I promise you, I get it, I do. But you, I, I promise you, trust the process. You know what I mean? And just focus on being happy and what that happiness looks and feels like to you. Plain and simple. It's gonna be short, y'all. But I'm definitely gonna be dropping up, um, dropping another one. Hopefully by Friday, you guys have another spaz that I'm still working on. But other than that, you guys, peace, love, and light. I appreciate you guys. Thank y'all for y'all time. Thank you for the support. Um, No matter what, that shit really means a lot to me. This was fast.